Welcome back to the Walking Well podcast. I am your host, Jalon Martz, and this is episode 10. We are talking about the importance of guarding our heart and making sure that it's good ground so that we live out of a pure space, a good space, a whole space. And um, for this episode, I'm really excited to have with me my fabulous mama, Gian Martz, um, the woman that raised me and was my example for what it's like to follow Jesus. So you guys are in for such a good treat. Um because she just has such amazing wisdom and obviously, you know, she's my mom. So the product speaks for itself, right? No, I'm kidding. Um, so we're talking about a subject that's probably very near <laughs> and dear to both of our hearts. Um, I've, I've, I consider myself a mouth in general. Um, it's one part of my gifts, but also it's just a, a strength of mine, a skill set of mine. Um, it's, it's how I, I make my way in the world a little bit. Um, some people are artists and some people are um, other things, artists, athletes, whatever. I'm a mouth and that's just kind of what I am. So um, I would like to say that I get that from my mama mm. and she would probably agree, <laughs> but she's a phenomenal woman that I have um, watched really allow the Lord to temper that in her and um, submit that gift because it, it is a gift to the Lord and, and learn to walk in it in a way that pleases him, that honors him, that he can use um, to bring people closer to him. And so um, without further ado, the central question that's obviously probably burning on everyone's minds is why? Like, why I got to guard my mouth? Like, for what? Um, and we talked a little bit about guarding our hearts very generally last week. So this month, um, or sorry, this week, um, we're tackling the mouth and just its connection to the heart and its role in our lives and other people's lives. And so I guess I'll throw the question your way, mom. Um, why? Why should we guard our mouths? Well, first of all, hello, everybody out there in podcast world. Thank you for listening. Um, so, yes, um, a little bit of backstory first. Uh, I think <laughs> why Jalon asked me to do this episode with her. I am a delivered big mouth. <laughs> it's big mouth being delivered, constantly being delivered. <laughs> and most people who know me would be surprised at that. Um, I used to just um, say whatever, whatever I felt like saying, whatever came to mind, truth, whatever. I just, I said it and it, it that's just what it was. And when God got a hold of me, he's like, you know what? I need you to pick up your cross in this area. I need you to learn to guard your mouth. I need you to learn to temper your words. I need you to learn to only speak when I tell you to speak mm-hmm. and to watch your words, your words very, very carefully. Um, so to answer the question why we should guard our mouths, um, I think I have a lot of um, history with God and um, submitting my mouth to him. And I say submitting because I am actively submitting daily. So it's not like I've arrived at this place where it's like, yes, I've conquered that. I've mastered that. I'm not where I was five, 10, 20 years ago, but, um, there's still ground to be, um, conquered. So, um, why guard our mouths? First of all, because we've been commanded to guard our mouths. Um, God has commanded us in his word and, um, James chapter one, verse 19 
that we should be slow to speak. Mm-hmm. And given the nature of things happening right now mm-hmm. um, in our country, um, I see a lot of Christians not just simply doing the word. Like practically, like simply doing the work. Be slow to speak. Um, and so it's a command from God. And when God commands us to do something, he gives us the ability mm-hmm. to walk out that command. So those of us who call ourselves Christians, those of us who claim to be disciples of Christ, he's given us his Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And the Holy Spirit then gives us the ability to walk in self-control as it, as it pertains to our mouths. Um, a lot of times we think, yeah, um, somebody just needs to tell this person mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. And I was brought up in the the camp where truth always rides with love. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you may have something that you want to say. Yes, it may be the truth. But if the truth can't be wrapped in love, then you don't say it. You you find a way to say it where um, the recipient, the person who needs to receive whatever the truth is, Mm -hmm. can hear it. It's a command and God has given us his Holy Spirit. So we have the ability to fulfill the command to be very slow to speak. And um, another reason when you're thinking about why be slow to speak or why guard our mouths is we are made in the likeness and image of God. Um, and so we're creative speaking beings. Mm-hmm. Our words have power. Yep. Our words have the power to build up and the power to tear down. And the last time I checked in my word, it says, um, the word says, if you're going to say something, make sure that it's edifying to the person, to mm-hmm. the hearers. Mm-hmm. So if you have something to say, what you have to say needs to be edifying to the hearers. Um, so it's all about what God has commanded us to do and how God has commanded us to live as Christians. Yeah. So good. So like you touched on so many things. I was thinking when you talked about your delivered big mouth, I think, <laughs> I think if we going to be honest, um, like... I mean, I love that you didn't say like I I'm I'm I've arrived. I am delivered. I'm I'm good. I don't have any issues with that because it is a constant sort of surrendering. Yeah. And you talked about um like the tone um of our nation right now. And I think even just our culture, everybody's just spewing opinion and you mm. don't really see that like there's you don't there's not like an emphasis or or a or a prim, uh, a um priority placed on tempering your words right. or like running it through anything really right. like everybody's just kind of like I've got an opinion let me put it out there this is how yes. I feel about this and I feel about that and we should just I, I should just say it because that's how I feel and I, I have the right to say it so as a delivered a, a, a big mouth being delivered I have an opinion about everything oh for sure all day I have an opinion about everything all the things like all the Ask things about I anything and I have a feeling anything about it. and I and I feel some type of way about it but everybody doesn't want to hear that. And it's not necessary. And it's not necessary. So learn to temper your mouth. I mean, yes, it's you have an opinion, but guess what? Everybody doesn't want to hear your opinion. Your opinion may not be valued in certain circles. Mm-hmm. That's, so you, That's the truth. You know, as Even we as we kind of move through this and and um, start kind of getting into how we do that or um, how we temper our mouths and guard our mouths, it it, it, it it fascinates me. It it fascinates me how people who proclaim the name of Christ, people who claim to be Christians, people who um claim to be disciples of Christ, live our how we live some of us live our lives like we just walking around with our Bibles in our hands mm. and not have the word hitting our hearts mm. 
hidden in our hearts and allowing the word to guide our mm-hmm. our actions to guide mm-hmm. our words to inform those we, things we just tend to we just tend to want to flow with our lower nature with that carnal nature and just go with the flesh whatever the flesh wants to do and however the flesh is feeling about a certain situation or certain people or circumstances and just spew out what comes out a lot of times is foolishness. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this pen on Pinterest that said it's a mark of a mature person um, to realize or it's a mark of maturity to recognize that everything does not require your comment. And I just thought that was like so true because um, one, like I said, culturally, we just feel like we need to say whatever we feel like we want to say. But I think as a believer, I remember the day that it dawned on me that people are on the other side of my words. Right. That like I would say things that just seemed like a good idea to me. And I wasn't considering the fact of how it came across on the other end of them. Right. And then once the Lord kind of like opened up my brain a little bit to be like, how do you think that feels, you know, to be on the other side of your comment, you know, your snideness, or maybe you understand what your intent is, but you're not working on putting it where people can hear and understand and receive it. Right. Um, So like that was a big moment and like, whoa, okay, I'm responsible for the way that my words come across and what I'm saying and how I'm saying it. And um, if it's useful, like you said, um, the Amplified Bible, the same scripture says um, that our words should be beneficial to the spiritual progress of others. Others, And I think that's huge too, because we we have a responsibility, like with our words, (laughs) we have a responsibility to make sure that they're not damaging to the people that will hear them. Right. And not just directly, but damaging someone else's character, defaming someone, sowing a seed of fear. Like we're, we're responsible for the words that come out of our mouths. Um, and one other thing that you, uh, you touched on was that we're created beings. Um, and just fleshing that out a little bit, like our words carry authority. Jesus was constantly talking about speak, 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 say, 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 say to the mountain. He spoke to the fig tree, you know, mm-hmm. he spoke to the wind, like, all of those things, the winds, the rains, the storms, you know, he spoke over people and was like, hey, be healed, stand up, walk. Like he was constantly demonstrating the power of our words um, because we are creative speaking beings. Right. And I think the other reason that you really want to be mindful of the words that are coming out of your mouth is because your mouth, your words set the tone. Like James right. 3 spends so much time talking about your tongue is a little, little instrument, but it is just that like rudder. the rudder on a ship, yes. you know, and it directs, the, it, it is ultimately determining the direction of your life like mm-hmm. your words are um you were talking to uh the girls bible class today about you know being mindful of what they're saying like i'm so stupid i'm so dumb i'm so sick of this and that all of that is creating something um and we are that way and because we are created that way ultimately your words set the tone but even more than that we need to say what we want to see right um and as it relates to the people around us as it relates to what we want to see in our own lives it is so important to be tempering our words, but to be filtering through them, filtering them through the word of God. Right. Um, because if we're not agreeing with the word, we're standing in opposition to it and True. then inviting all sorts of foolishness that we really don't want any parts of True. into our lives. Um, and so I know, um, to be completely honest, guarding your mouth is like one of the largest, like biggest challenges, I think. Um, and again, James talks about, if you find a man that doesn't ever say the wrong thing, he might as well go to heaven because he's perfect. Right. Um, and knowing that that's a, an ongoing surrender, it's an ongoing, all right, I'm going to pick up my cross and I'm going to develop, I'm going to pick up this weight and I'm going to develop the muscle to agree with the word, to not engage in gossip, to not tear people down, to, right. you know, whatever it is, um, and that's what it looks like to exercise yourself in godliness. Yep. It is. Here's what the word says. 
I'm going to allow the word to roll on me. I'm going to lower my shoulder Mm -hmm. and submit myself to the word of God and what it says and walk out the word. Um, You said something a second ago about um, the edification of the people, the hearers. I always tell people, um, uh, especially young people, because we tend, they tend, we, yes, I am young. (laughs) Um, Because I deal with a lot of high schoolers, um, you know, they are where they are in that season. Mm -hmm. And it's, as as a 48-year-old, a teenager in high school is still very immature in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, well, Miss G, I'm just going to, because she needed to hear this mm-hmm. or he needed to hear this. And it was true. It's kind of like we we're talking about before. But I always say to them, what is the objective? Mm-hmm. What is the objective of you saying whatever you got to say? And is is it for you just to, to feel, you know, oh, my gosh, I got that off my chest? yeah. yeah. And I'm like, show me that a scripture. <laughs> show me a scripture where you're where you're allowed to say whatever you want to say to get it off your chest, mm-hmm. or is it so that they can hear what you have to say? So you have to pause and go, okay, God, show me how to say this. Because if the goal and the objective is for the other for the other person to receive what I'm saying, mm-hmm. then you have to pause. Mm-hmm. You have to hit the brakes mm-hmm. and allow God to tell you how to say it. Your best friend is <laughs> words. Texting words, emailing words is backspace, delete, backspace, delete. Mm-hmm. Those are your friends so that God <laughs> can show you how how to say it so that the person who needs to hear it can receive it. If it's just about, again, getting off your chest, that's pointless mm-hmm. because then they can't even hear it. They're not built up. It doesn't help the spiritual progress of that person. Mm-hmm. And it's all about you just mm-hmm. appeasing your lower nature. So, so big. I was going to say, when we talk about how to do this, um, my, my, my formula is how, if, and when, mm-hmm. you know, okay, Lord, how do I say this? You know, if it is that you want me to say, and when should I say it? Right. And it's ultimately that process of, I'm going to lower myself and I'm going to submit this to you. I'm going to take on your yoke of, I'm not just going to blow through. I think that pause, like just that, that idea of pausing is so fruitful right? <laughs> in so many areas of our life, but especially in our mouths, because we want to just jump the gun and say whatever. To whomever we feel like needs to hear it. And in reality, we got to pause and go, Lord, do you want me to say anything exactly. about this thing? You know, and as someone in my, as someone who's passionate, I'm a passionate person. I am passionate about a lot of things. And one of the things that I remember you saying to me in a recent moment was, how do you want to be known? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you go and say that thing, if you go and put that on Facebook, because you feel like people need to know and be corrected, um, how how are people going to know you then? What is that going to mean for how you're known? And for believers, like we are supposed to be living epistles read of all men. Right. And I think so much of the character and nature of Christ has been damaged in the eyes of other people because of what we, how we act and how what we, we say, how, how we, we behave and how we right. carry ourselves. Because we don't want to, we don't want to put, take on the yoke of the Lord. We don't want to go, I'm going to submit to you in my mouth, Lord. <laughs> because if we would, we would go, okay, should I say this? Right. You know, does this need to be said? How, you know, how do I say it? Like you said, that backspace button. Backspace. Oh, backspace delete, delete, delete is your best friend because the Lord will be like, Mm-mm, don't say that like that. Back. You don't even need to say that. Take that out. Take that, you know, and allowing the Holy Spirit to come and edit as you're trying to write whatever the Lord has released you to write or say right. whatever he's released you right. to say. Um, and when is so big because there have been so many times where I'm like, they need to know now, now, Lord, they need to know now. They need to know God, now. Yeah. God doesn't operate in the time in the same time and space in which we live here on this earth. And 
when we think things need to be said and not always his timing. And it's always good to wait for him to open the door, give you an opportunity for you to say whatever needs to be said Mm -hmm. and submit that all to him. Um, Just going real, real practical because this can, this applies across the board to all, like to almost every area of our lives, like every area of our lives. And I kind of, kind of touched on it earlier, but um, Romans 8, 14 being led by the Mm -hmm. spirit of God. And I like to always say being, be being led by the spirit of God. Cause again, we don't arrive at this place of, Oh, I'm led by the spirit of God and I'm good. No, you should constantly Mm -hmm. be being led by the spirit of God. And so Mm -hmm. in your conversations, in your, um, your speaking or texting or Mm -hmm. writing Mm -hmm. or, you know, your keyboarding, (laughs) Facebook, whatever, um, be led by the spirit of God. Now, if you, if you're, if you know, if you don't name the name of Christ, you know, do, do what you do. Right. But if you name the name of Christ and you call yourself a Christian, be being led by the spirit of God. Pause is your friend. Mm-hmm. Pause. So before you open your mouth and say things, just take a pause and do an internal check and mm-hmm. just have that conversation with the Holy spirit real quick. Hey, you, you need me to say this right now. Oh, you don't want me to say that right now? Mm-hmm. Oh, you want me to say it like this? Just mm-hmm. take a pause. Mm-hmm. Take a Just take a brief pause. It doesn't take long because he's always speaking. Mm-hmm. Just take a brief pause and ask him, do I need to be said? Do I need to say this right now? And again, don't appease your lower nature, your, your carnal nature where it's like, well, I just got to get out. No, take a, take a check. Start, mm-hmm. start being able to discern between your spirit and your flesh and understand where the, the impulse and the desire is coming from to just get this word out or, or to say whatever you want to say, be able to begin to be able to discern that. Mm-hmm. Um, so you hit that pause button. You have that, that short internal brief internal conversation with the father, with the Holy spirit. Um, and then remember that truth always rides with love. Mm-hmm. So it's not just a spewing of, well, it's the truth. No, so I not. need to say it. I need to say it. <laughs> and they true. need to hear it. It's true. Where and is it, the lie, and you don't take any time to, to dress up the truth. I yeah. always think about mm. truth rides with love. You know, um, taking, I can't remember the name of this medicine we used to take as kids, but it was some nasty stuff, man. And um, mama, yeah, my mom, mama would always try to coat it with something or you, or you, you know, you take the medicine and you, you take it down real quick and then you. I hate to say chase because that's like a worldly word. That's <laughs> like, like a alcoholic <laughs> But you would take, you would drink something like orange juice or something to kind of kill the taste. Um, that's how it is with truth. Truth mm. always rides with love. You always wrap the truth up, dress the truth up with love. Mm-hmm. And as you take that pause, the Holy Spirit will take, if you, if you give him an opportunity to speak, he's going to speak to you all day long. He is always speaking. He is always desiring. That's why he's here Mm -hmm. to lead us and to guide us into all truth and to all truth. And so as you have these unctions and desires and impulses to say things, to type things, to text things, if you are not pausing to allow him to lead, to be led of the spirit, then you're not doing the word Mm -hmm. that, I mean, simply put, we are not doing the word when we, when we carry ourselves that way. Mm -hmm. Um, and just always remember, is what I'm saying or what I want to say benef- going to be beneficial to the spiritual progress of others? Just real practical, practical things like, um, I want to, I, I want to go tell her her dress is ugly. Is that beneficial to the spiritual progress of your friend? <laughs> no, it's help? not. Does is that helping her? 
Absolutely not. Because when she saw that dress, she thought it was the bomb. And put she it bought on. it and put it on. And she doesn't need you tearing her down, telling her dress is ugly. Mm-hmm. Is that beneficial to the spiritual progress of others? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so just, just again, some real practical ways to, um, to guard our miles and to make sure that our words are encouraging and building up mm-hmm. to others. Yeah, man. That when you kept when you were talking about um, truth and love riding together, it made me think of the great prophetess Mary Poppins, um, who oh said, gosh. "A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down." And yeah. it's not sugar in the sense of like I'm a sugarcoat this, like because we think that's being fake or whatever. But truthfully, that our responsibility to others, because I think about the Lord's been doing this thing with me, where it's like, "How do I treat you? How do I how do I deal with you? Yeah. How do you know and I've heard people say that God yells at them or like yells back at them. And I've never heard God yell. And I'm like, maybe God doesn't yell at his daughters. Cause that maybe that's just what happens. I don't yeah. know. Um, <laughs> or God shouts back at them. Maybe that's like guy treatment right. and he's gentler with girls, but, um, <laughs> that's my theory. Maybe I just haven't been yelled at yet. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, that, you know, you have this, has this, how does God deal with you? And in the moments where you were being stupid, because I'm sure we've all had stupid moments, yeah. you know, the Lord is just so patient and gracious. God, like one of the things I, I'm just, I'm marked by God's graciousness, that, yeah. that space that he gives us room to grow. Yeah. Um, and, and that I think also helps settle down this. I want to tell you what I need to tell you what, you know, that unction on the inside of us. I heard um, a pastor say that if, if Christians could stop going around trying to correct each other, that Jesus would have come back already. And I think that's so huge. (laughs) Like, man, because we get into it amongst ourselves, (laughs) you know, and, and we can't just let each other be not, not like in sin or in injustice, but you know, allowing people to, to, to find their flow to grow to grow grow. um, and allow the Lord to shepherd them. Yes. So, um, that spoonful of sugar is huge because the other thing that I remember you saying to me, probably again, when I wanted to hop on my keyboard and tell people why they were wrong. Um, was putting things where people can get them. Yes. You know, and it's like, if, if the Lord wants to use me as a tool, my job is to be useful to him. And so if I say something where he's like, you didn't mess it up. I can't even, you didn't broke up the artery. I can't even go in and do surgery because you didn't, you didn't blow everything up, you know? Um, but to be skillful and, and being skillful looks like, how do I say this? When do I say this? Um, and, and just submitting yourself to the Lord's counsel, um, and his leadership, like following him in how you say things. And ultimately I think what we say affects our hearts. <laughs> it does. It totally affects our hearts. And you know, scriptures talk all the time about that connection between out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks right. and you'll have what you say and you have to eat out of, you know, the overflow of your heart. And so, um, in conjunction with what we discussed last week, this is just another layer of making sure our hearts are good ground so that when right. the word goes in, it's able to take root and it's not being choked out by foolishness that we've said, right. hurtful things that we've, you know, we've allowed to come out of our mouths, but we, we're keeping that flow, that stream clear yeah, to be useful. The interesting thing about um, the heart mouth connection is your words can be damaging to you mm-hmm. as well as they can be damaging to other people. So it's like that double edged sword where, um, your words not only can hurt other people, but mm-hmm. your words can also be detrimental to you also, mm-hmm. um, in the spiritual progress of your own life. So words are, words are powerful, man. Words are really important and, um, we should, um, not be careless with them. Very, very true. Also very good stuff. 
Um, so guys, with that, I will bid you adieu. Um, we'll be back next week talking about ears and eyes at some point. So stay tuned. Um, I'll look forward to talking with you next week, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.